Hello and welcome to the Government Digital Service Podcast, our last episode of 2021. Today, we're going to be talking about careers in tech. Now, chances are, if you're a regular listener, you're probably already working in a digital data or technology role, maybe in government, maybe in the public sector, maybe somewhere else entirely. But hopefully you're aware of and have sort of bought into the long-term career ops, flexibility, creativity, and satisfaction that a job in tech can bring. But unfortunately, according to a Tech Nation talent report, that's not the case for everyone. They surveyed 1,015 to 21-year-olds and tuned into almost 80,000 Reddit conversations to understand what young people in the UK thought about a career in tech. In that research, 32% of men and 45% of women worried that they didn't have the right skills to pursue a tech career. And 24% of women and 21% of men said that tech careers weren't for, and I quote, people like them. People in the UK feel that there are barriers standing in the way of them getting into tech. And they're potentially counting themselves out of a great career as a result, which is bad news for them and bad news for all of us too. Because diverse teams are better. Teams that reflect the society they serve are more effective. And teams where you can bring your whole self to work are, frankly, happier teams to be a part of. And that's what we're trying to build here at the Government Digital Service. So we decided to dedicate this episode to anyone who's thinking about starting a career in tech, whether they're 22 or 62, but who's maybe been put off by a little voice or a loud one telling them that they shouldn't or can't. Joining us now are senior developers Rosa Fox, Iqbal Ahmed and Kelvin Gann. They're going to reflect on what the research found and hopefully put some of those fears to bed. So Kelvin, Iqbal, Rosa, over to you. Hi to everyone. I'm Iqbal and I'm a senior front-end developer at GDS, which is the government digital service. And joining me today, we have Kelvin and Rosa, who are both senior developers as well. And we're here today to chat about some common misconceptions about pursuing a career in tech. I've just been handed a list of things that people, particularly younger people, seem to think about tech careers. And I'm excited to find out what the three of us think about these sort of myths or preconceptions that people have. So the first one we have is, I don't have the skills to work in technology. So Rosa, what do you think about this common preconception? Well, firstly, I think that there are many different jobs underneath the umbrella of technology. So it's not just coding skills. Um, So at GDS, we have jobs um, such as being a developer where you do do coding, but we also have designers, project managers, delivery managers, performance analysts, content designers. So um, those jobs all require lots of different skills. And you probably already have a lot of those skills. So it could be things like breaking down problems, communicating, being creative, helping other people. Um, So I'd say you probably already have a lot of the skills. And if you feel like there are some skills that you don't have yet, yet being the keyword, then there's always options to learn. What do you think, Kelvin? Totally, 100% agree with that. Um, I think as well, the main thing with a lot of people is that like the thing about learning on the job as well is a big thing for us. Like we have apprenticeship schemes, so you can join us as an apprentice. Uh, we put you through a boot camp as well. So Makers Academy is a London-based uh, boot camp, and you spend I can't remember how many weeks—twelve weeks or something like that—with mm-hmm. them, and you get taught on the job. 
and you're mentored by us as well. We've got a mentorship scheme within. Um, you're not expected to know everything on day one. I mean, even I, as a senior developer, like I've been doing this for over a decade and every day I'm learning something new. Like it's totally okay to turn up and go like, I need help. I need to learn this. Um, and I also know people who've switched careers um later on in life so they want to learn coding they just do it and you know you can teach yourself as well a lot of people we've been working with have taught themselves um yeah i don't i don't think you need to worry too much about it yeah yeah i totally agree i'd say probably one of the big things i would say is like just try different things out and just see what you enjoy and uh i think like you know if you do enjoy it then just get stuck in and just try and learn what you can and definitely as um, Kevin was saying, yeah, once you actually get into the job and just get stuck in, you kind of get a real feel for it and you're just you're learning. You'll just learn really quickly, just pick things up really quickly. So, yeah, thank you for that. So on to the next one is a common myth is I don't know anything about tech. I'll never be able to get a job. So, Kelvin, what do you think about that? I don't, um, I don't, I don't think... People nowadays really know nothing about tech because we're using tech every day, quite honestly. Like you've got a phone, you're using tech, you're on, I don't know, whatever social media of the day it is, whether it's TikTok or something else, you know, you are on, you are interfacing, sorry, interfacing such an icky word. Anyway, (laughs) you are using tech every day. You just don't really know it. And if you're in, you're like, if you enjoy using tech, that actually is the spark. That's the beginnings of it, you know? Um, And more than anything, it's really about curiosity. Like you're using tech and you're kind of thinking, how does this work? But the other side of it is how do people use tech? How do people benefit from using tech? And actually that's, that's like product thinking, for example, like, you know, how can we, or design thinking, you know, how can we uh, deliver uh, services to people that are useful, make things better for their lives, that kind of stuff. It's not just about learning the ins and outs of the technical aspects of how things work. Like, what do, what do you think, Rosa? Yeah, I completely um, agree with that. I think, yeah, you mentioned like phones and social media and technology just powers so many things like the way that we can see music and videos, banking, gaming, um, medicine, the energy industry. Um, I read the other day that apparently there's a hundred million lines of code in a new car. Um, so there's probably so many ways that you're using tech without even realizing it. So I think whatever your interest is, there's probably a way that it intersects with technology somehow. So that could be quite a fun way to get started. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think I've, I've worked with colleagues that have done had a degree in fine art. Someone else had like a degree in history. Like you just get like so many people just coming into tech. There's so many ways to get in. And um, as the team was saying earlier, like apprenticeships and uh, we've got like these fast stream sort of opportunities as well. There, there is like loads and lots of ways to get in there. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Tech is everywhere. So. Yeah, so the next one we have is that you have to do lots of unpaid internships or work experience in order to get a tech job. So what do you think about that, Rosa? Um, well, firstly, I think you should never have to do unpaid work. And I think it's, you know, it doesn't create a very good balance in society for people to have to do unpaid jobs because obviously you need a certain um, safety net to be able to 
do that in the first place. Um, so if that's not an option for you, then I'd say don't let that stop you and don't give up. Um, you know, you might be able to find um, apprenticeships or junior positions or ways that you can learn on the job. Um, I'd also say, you know, there's a lot of um, things that you can do to kind of teach yourself. You can go to maybe um, technology events. There are lots of free meetups that you could go to. There's loads of lo- uh, loads of resources online that you can learn from. Um, also, kind of um, maybe looking for someone that can give you a bit more advice about tech careers, even like messaging people on LinkedIn or social media and um, asking them some questions because often people are quite you know, flattered and then to, you know, answer questions about themselves and about working in tech. So, you know, they might know openings for, um, you know, for ways that you can learn skills, um, hopefully, whilst you're still getting paid as well. Mm. Yeah. Kelvin, what do you think? Yeah, I totally agree about not doing, not even having uh, hosting unpaid internships because it's just exclusionary and it's not really what we're about here at GDS. Um, but again, you know, hammering home the thing about apprenticeships, they're a perfect way of getting in started. Um, we're really behind it at the moment. We've got new apprentices starting just early next week, in fact. Um, and I know a bunch of them from years gone past have gone on to graduate into junior roles and they've also become promoted into mid-level roles uh, and they're just great and they really enjoy it as well. Um, and then others have gone on to work somewhere else. You know, we, we put that investment in because we want to put back into society as well as, you know, getting good people through the door to come and work with us. Um, and again, yeah, like uh, Rosa was saying, there's loads of meetups a load of people will turn up and also coach you. Um, Rosa and I have done that in the past as well. I think, Rosa, you're still doing that, right? Um, I haven't been doing it as much during the pandemic, but yeah, go, go along to like loads of free resources online, meetups. Great thing about the meetups is that you get to meet people who are in the profession and so you can ask them questions straight off, like face-to-face or online. Um, they also host like, uh, I was going to say Slack uh channels for people to ask questions and i also saw a meme today a tweet today where someone's son asked them when they saw them using slack oh what's that is that a discord for boomers and i really hurt <laughs> but in case you don't know what slack is it's yeah. kind of like discord yeah oh yeah. gosh i would add as well um as well as like going to community things a thing that can maybe help you um with finding work um is to build a portfolio up so mm-hmm. you know a portfolio sounds quite a fancy word but it could be like you know short blog posts or building small projects they don't have to be anything complicated to just any small thing that you can learn even doing a tutorial if you put that up online and show people that you're actively interested in learning then um, people will be probably interested in giving you feedback and maybe even a job. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Like GitHub is really good, good place to post code and things like that. And if you show like an active GitHub profile, so and you know even just any sort of tutorials or things like that, it's a really good place to kind of put those up there and just show your kind of keenness, passion for like coding and learning and things like that. So cool, yeah, thanks for that. And um, the next one we have is that. It's not for people like me. So like the tech career or something might not be for, you know, certain people. So Kelvin, what do you think about that? Um, I, I would 100% disagree with that. 
Um, I think the for us, the key thing for me anyway, when I'm working with someone is whether they think about uh, who who they're working for in the sense of not who your employer is, but who your end user is. Like that's that's the way, that's the kind of person I like working with. And that's the kind of people we get in. We, we come here to do the work for, to help people really at the end of the day. Um, and if you've got that kind of philosophy and attitude, then I don't really care what your background is, where you live, what, where you come from, whether what your first language is, what your favorite food is, all that kind of stuff. Like whether you went and got a university degree. Nah. You know, if you come in and work with me and what you care about is what we're delivering for the user, then that's it. And that you, you know, you like tech. Enough. Rosa. Yeah, agree as well. I think um, kind of like we mentioned earlier, technology is absolutely everywhere now and it has so much impact and influence on society. And, you know, if you use technology, then you should be able to um, influence how it's built. Um, and we want a diverse range of voices and people um, working on the product because, as Kelvin mentioned, um, the products are used by a diverse range of users. So, um, you know, more perspectives, um, more different types of skills and more different types of talents, that's going to create a more diverse team and that's going to make much better products. So, yeah, um, you know, you've always, you're always going to have things to bring to the table and things that might be different about you are probably things that could be really, really useful for the team and you should always, um, you know, be proud of your differences because they make you who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go for it, Kelvin. Sorry. One thing I was going to add to that is like we, you know, I personally like to advocate for people to bring their whole selves and bringing in that difference is that it points to, it links up exactly with what you were saying there as well, Rosa. Sorry, welcome. Yeah, yeah. No, and I was going to say like GDS, there is like, you know, you can see people are keen to kind of um, spread opportunities to, you know, just try and go out there and try and interact with other sort of communities and people from, different diverse sort of backgrounds and I think GDF is quite keen to get people from different viewpoints and things like that and that's something yeah I think we're very keen to get people in um, and yeah and I'm very proud to sort of work at GDS because the services we provide uh, there's no alternative so if you're applying for your driving license or something like that or paying for some sort of government service you can't just go to a different website and you know buy that thing it has to we have we need to make sure what we have is available to everyone so um yeah yeah so that's something that's really great about working at gds um but yeah cool cool thanks for that everyone and the next one we have is there aren't many tech jobs around or near me so that could be a myth some people are using to potentially hold them back kelvin any thoughts on this i think for us in particular at gds like we support remote working and we're very flexible as well um, and like in terms of having to go to an office like we have our three main hubs at different corners of the country so we've got london as our base we've also got manchester and bristol and so those uh other, um, other parts of the country you know you've we've got these hubs for people to get together and meet and work together anyway um so hopefully it'd be a bit closer to you um but I, yeah, you know um that also gives you an opportunity sometimes like if you want to 
I go and move somewhere else in the country and work somewhere for a bit and then you can jump any like tech jobs are everywhere in the world so I think that's that's pretty cool as well about the uh, the industry cool yeah and, and also another thing is I think as Rosa was saying earlier tech isn't just developers and people like that there's I mean loads of other opportunities like product managers user researchers content writers delivery managers there's so many things um, it's always changing and evolving all the time as well so yeah there could be more jobs out there it's just maybe widening the field and think about other things that you might be interested in cool uh so next one we have is i don't know anyone who works in tech and don't know where to start so kelvin any ideas about this um yeah so it goes back to um finding the meetups and networks you know like they can be quite varied in niche in themselves as well so like say for example you might be someone who has a raspberry pi through school or you got given one or or whatever and a lot of meetups around the country are centered around that people who just have those and want to get together and talk about how they use they play with theirs and do stuff with theirs and you know and that's a good in that's that that's how you can get to know people the other thing as well is like the 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 kind of code clubs in the area um just go along meet them as well like just introduce yourselves to people um or start one like rosa did um and it's all online as well like you can just join a chat somewhere and say hey i'm, I'm really keen to learn javascript i'm totally new to this you know people are going to be there like oh great welcome to the family here's some stuff we you know we think you can uh, get going with oh if you're stuck with this this is the way we fixed it that kind of stuff um yeah it's it's uh nothing to be frightened of like we're we're a pretty welcoming bunch you know we as a culture we will like to kind of help each other out a lot as well cool nice uh, rosa i guess i'd add to that to say um using social networks can be quite good as well i know that social media isn't for everyone but um for example on twitter i when i first started working in tech because like i said i didn't know anyone that really worked in tech i just followed lots and lots of people and i I barely really post on there but i do still go on there and read sometimes so that was quite a good way to learn about things um learn about conferences or events that were happening um watching reading their blog reading talks that they'd posted um i know that there are a lot of more kind of instagram tech bloggers now that um are really interesting and also um people on youtube so there's a lot of um you know there's a lot of people um that are posting about tech online and a lot of great people to learn from so um yeah that would be my advice. Cool. Yeah, I was actually helping out some uh, network and some group of coders and they asked like, if I would mind just like providing some mentoring. And I really enjoyed it. It was really nice. Just like people would just book a calendar invite with me and we just did it online. And it's just one-on-one, like some of the people that like, brand new had didn't know much and just asked me some questions. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really liked sort of chatting to the people. So and what you'd be surprised that there'll be people out there if you did reach out to them. Mm. Uh, they'll be more than happy to like you know spend some time with you and help things out and i do actually know a few um graduates actually that reached out to people on linkedin mm-hmm. and uh, surprisingly they got quite a few responses back and a lot of help so i'd say linkedin is really good as well so if you do see anyone just try sort of sending out a few messages you just never know cool and now we're on to the final one which is it's no fun to work in tech 
So Rosa, what do you think about that? Um, I think working in tech is really good. I mean, it's um, a job where, you know, you get to build things um, that potentially, I mean, on GovUK, millions of people use our products um, every week. So um, it's amazing to go from having like a plain text file on your computer, writing in some code, and then as a result of that, you've got something that people can actually use and interact with. And I think that's like really amazing. Um, it's nice to be able to, um, you know, build things that help people. And again, that people can use. Um, it's also a really creative job. So I think people assume that working in tech is quite like nerdy and it's just the people that don't see the sunlight, um, you know, sitting in the basement coding all day, but actually it's not like that. There's a lot of collaboration. Um, it's very creative. You know, you have to kind of think of an idea and make it happen. Um, also, um, the tech industry is generally like quite fun. You know, the tech offices are generally quite cool. They're usually made in a way that there's um, space for a lot of um, collaboration and communication. And I think my favorite thing about working tech is that you're always learning. Um, things are always changing. It's always evolving. Um, so you never get bored. Sometimes it can be a blessing and a curse because there's so many things to learn. But mm. as long as you kind of like don't, try not to get too overwhelmed by the enormity of it and just, um, you know, start small. It's amazing what you can even learn in like one hour, one hour, have a break do something else and then come back again um so yeah i think that's definitely my favorite thing about working in tech mm. nice one yeah. yeah definitely i i like it is a deeply rewarding role as well like rosa you were talking about like building something useful you you were on the uh critically vulnerable people service at the start of the pandemic and that that is like mind-blowingly but useful actually like life-saving you know sending food to people who, who are isolating and can't get out at the beginning of the pandemic you know and that that had so many people involved in it as well didn't it and like for, for again for me as well working in gov.uk the impact that we have on people's lives is so like it's a huge responsibility but it's super rewarding and then there is a fun aspect to it as well like you are working with like a huge discipline of like sorry a huge variety of disciplines and the types of people who are just really really great people and really fun to work with yeah one of the other big things i've noticed as a sort of front-end developer is um the focus we have on accessibility so as i was saying earlier in terms of making sure our apps work with um screen readers and um, other sort of accessibility tools like we spend quite a bit of time on that and uh, yeah I've just never had that anywhere I've worked on so mm -hmm. and I've worked quite a few years in the private sector and so yeah I really kind of enjoy that in GDS and also yeah as Kelvin and Rosa were saying you get to work with service designers content designers like delivery managers there's all these different kind of disciplines and you kind of all work together when you produce something and you get like really good feedback from it as well it's like a really good sort of rewarding sort of feeling so yeah no amazing good stuff so i think that's brought us to the end of our conversation so yeah just like to say thanks to kelvin and rosa for chatting to me today and sharing what they know about a career in tech hopefully we've convinced you to think again about whether a career in tech is right for you and hint hint to keep an eye out for opportunities to come and work with us at gds so you get to work with great people like ourselves um 
And also you can find more about GDS and the work we do at gds.blog.gov.uk. And we also have a podcast and we're also on the socials at GDS team. And where yeah, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find the latest job opportunities just by searching for GDS careers on Google. So thank you very much. And uh, thanks again to Kelvin and Rosa as well. See you all later. Thanks, Bye. Thanks, Rosa. Bye. So a big thank you there to Iqbal, Rosa and Kelvin for sharing the myriad ways you can find and get into a career in tech, whatever your background or starting point. Don't forget, you can also find all of our other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all major podcast platforms. And our transcripts are available on Podbean. Thanks for listening and see you in the new year. Bye.